everyone, and welcome to the Life Redesigned Podcast, where we talk about how you grow through what you go through. Life will always bring you challenges, and I am determined to not allow your past to set your future, but rather your life this far to shape who you are as a strong, confident woman. Allow yourself and your life to be redesigned and be all that you've always dreamed of. You deserve it. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Amy from Life Redesigned, back with another podcast. Oh, yeah. Hi. Life Redesigned, where we grow through what we go through. Got to make sure we put the tagline in there, right? Because it's so important. But hey, I'm back for a, another interview with my good friend, Jesse Lee, and I'm so excited for us to get into the nitty gritty of um, her story and where she's at and how she's just completely living the life of her dreams. And um, Jesse, hey, what's up? Welcome. Hey, what's Hi, up? What's up, girl? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yay. Be back. So um, I would love to just for you to share with the audience um, just a little bit about you and, uh, you know, um, what, what you do. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm Jesse Lee. I'm the CEO and founder of Statement Peace, which I founded in 2017. It's a sustainable wooden jewelry and lifestyle brand that's just sort of evolved into this thing. And it's this beautiful blend of artisan business creative, manifesting, like mastery. Um, I have two daughters I'm married and, uh, you know, it's, will be six years, the business in September and it's a wild ride, but, you know, I really love, um, outlets like this to be able to talk about my story and how it happened and how I hold space for vision, even when I'm feeling low, like frequency and how to like really step into that fully. But I think, you know, the biggest thing, I'm definitely trigger warning for a lot of people. Um, I'm very authentic. So what you see sort of what you get and there's not a lot of fluff around it. You know, I'm, I'm mindful with our actions and like what we say and how we present ourselves and such. And it's um, very intentional, but it is very authentic, you know? So there's a lot of hard truths and becoming friends with me, you know, it's wild. <laughs> I like it. I feel like that's why we became friends though. Our, our, our beautiful love story of behind, of behind the stage, our beautiful love story of meeting each other. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we definitely vibe. That's awesome. For those that don't know, we, we spoke at a conference together and, you know, our good friend sort of held space for us. And it was, it was fun because we deeply recognized that we were coming in with the same frequency, you know, everyone else was backstaging it and getting mic'd and wrapped up and we were just kind of posted up like, looking around and we're like do you want us did you want us to put you on snapchat and we're like no sis no. we're good like okay. we're gonna like, hang out here yeah i was like hey what's up you're like hey what's up and then the rest was history it was really cute <laughs> we're pretty fucking cute that was funny that's awesome but you know what that's how that happens right and i mean like all of these things like you think you're really at a conference, you know, like, okay, I'm here to speak and you wrap all these emotions around it, but really it's not that at all. Like that's really just the connector or the connection or the branch to be connected to you. So we're doing this now. Yeah. And that's all life is. It's just this experience of what's bridging the next connection. It's wild, yeah. but it's yeah. divine, you know, and it's always hindsight. It's always like, oh my God, clarity, living yeah. it and embracing the journey is fucking wild, but yeah. there's so much clarity after. For sure. For sure. Yeah. 
So I know it's, you know, um, gosh, being a mom, just solely being a mom is so busy. And then being a business owner is so busy. And then being a wife is so busy and you're all the things. And like, is, is this, is this what you, have you, did you always have a vision to have like all of this, you know, did you, what did you think that you were going to be owning a business? Like, was that always kind of your thing? And always, always is how do you, how do you do it all? You know? Yeah, always, you know, it's really strange. Even in my younger years, I was always serving. And, you know, when you, when you kind of deep dive into that, you know, you, it links up with a lot of trauma, like a lot of childhood trauma responses. This, not that I'm a people pleaser, but I'm always serving. I'm always like, how can I help? How can I help? Where do you need me? I, I find where I need it and I move quickly. I've always been fast, efficient. You know, my mom was a waitress, so I grew up in hospitality. And I think anybody that grows up in hospitality, I mean, like you just become a wizard at reading. I think everybody should skip college, which is what I did, and start in the workforce and hospitality and do it for a couple of years because it teaches you how to multitask, fast forward, think, anticipate needs of expressed and unexpressed wishes. And how do I navigate this? And how do I navigate this? And um, I've always been driven in that way. And not, you know, I just knew deep, deep down in my soul that I was made for more. And everyone's like, oh, I'm made for more. Like I never knew what it was, but it was this chirping that just, and I would wrap my my hands around everything. I'd be like, oh, coffee. I love coffee. I'll make coffee. Do you want coffee? I love making coffee. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. And it wasn't until I started working with wood, which is a real weird like medium to kind of get in, but it wasn't until I realized it was creating something is really what my passion was. It was like bringing it. Okay. I have this ability, the superpower to bring it to fruition, to yeah. create. It's very fulfilling for me. I'm very happy when I'm happy. I'm grateful when I'm grateful, things come in abundantly and like so on and so on. And so when I started to realize that there was this cyclic sort of power with your thoughts and action and, and repeating that in a way where it makes you happy. And then the benefits that come with that, Um, that wasn't until I would say, you know, I'm 40 now. So my mid twenties is really when I started to realize like, wow, we can really do something with this sort of mentality. But I always knew I was made for more. My husband did too, like at a very young age, he was selling candy bars. He's like, ah, like always business, business, business. He went to college. I didn't, I was like school of life the whole way through and through. And, you know, I always knew I wanted a family, my girls. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast that holding space for business, friendship, husband, my daughters, which are too many on like feral, raw, unfiltered energy and like being mindful of them, mindful of the business. Am I good partner? I mean, it's a lot like doing all this is fucking crazy. I was talking to Chris, my husband yesterday, and I'm like, we're really doing a good job. I mean, he's, we're opening bars and restaurants. It's like, it's, it's a lot, but I always knew that we can withstand a lot and together. And when you find that partner and it wasn't always easy, but when you find that partner that sort of has that same level of drive and has that level of mindfulness and realizing like it is an energy thing. I mean, that's really key is like finding that person that you can vibe with because it takes a fucking village. It just does, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I think that's so cool that you, that you say that, you know, how it's like you grew up, um, kind of like in that industry. And I'm, I'm, I too, am such a believer in that. I feel like it needs to be 
Like you, you only can graduate college if you've like been in the hospitality industry. I just like, don't understand why it's not necessary. It has to be. Cause I agree with you. I was in the industry for a very long time before I got in sales and then I became a business owner. So I agree with you. And just that feeling of like, I just always know it's like, like, there's just always going to be more there's, there's something. And I, I felt that my whole entire life, it was like, kids were like playing in the neighborhood. And I was like on the golf course, like selling golf balls. Like, I wonder how much money I could make from this or like oh, oh, peanut butter and jelly oh, sandwiches yeah. yes. for a quarter. Like, you know, like always. I was like always the weird one out of like, yeah, but there's like some, there's something else. There's like something to this, you know? So it's like interesting to see how later, how it does, how it does pan out. You know what I mean? It is cool. That's that clarity. That's that clarity with hindsight. I don't understand the journey half the time. I'm like, what the, and like all I'm, I worry mainly not worry, but I'm like always like, okay, how do I stay in flow? How do I hold space with a vision, continue to be grateful when you are experiencing that turbulence and you are experiencing mainly the quiet, like the quiet really is what's unsettling. Like, why is it quiet? Why is it what, what, what can I do? What can I do? It's me. Is it, you know, and then embracing the quiet and knowing like later you're like, Oh shit, that was for you to prepare for this. Like yes. it is it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's crazy. So I know, it, I know, I know just from the little, you know, of, of us meeting and then speaking on stage, I know it's, and, and obviously with any business owner, but you specifically, I know it's not like it was always easy that it was like, you know, you were vibing at this high frequency all the time. And you always had this confidence and you always had this vision. Um, you know, what was like, was there a moment for you that was like, okay, I know that there's more, but like, I've got to figure this out or I've got to pivot or I'm kind of going through this. And like, was there like this moment for you that's really memorable um, or maybe just sharing, you know, one or two that is memorable in that journey that kind of like catapulted you, you know, cause I, I feel like, I feel like as business owners, we'll typically have that something that we're like, man, that was like really intense. But if I didn't have that intensity, I don't know if I would have, would have catapulted, catapulted forward, you know, you know, there's, there's really two things. There's, there's quite a few things, but a couple of things that stick out is, um, I realized I, I had this talent of bringing things to fruition and mm. I, it's, it's a long story, but I basically would go around and dumpster dive. Right. So my boyfriend, husband, now boyfriend at the time bought power tools for me for my birthday, not a Fendi purse or whatever. It was power tools. And I would drive around to dumpsters and I would take apart furniture from like affluent areas of high-end furnishing like stores and I would put together shit, right? And I would make all this home decor and it was gorgeous. I fast forward, I got pregnant, didn't know. My midwife was like, sis, like you can't be dumpster diving with sawzalls anymore. Like this is banana. So I was like, shit, we need to pivot. So I'm like, I still want to work with wood. I want, I need to be able to spend rather than spend 12 hours on one piece. How do I make 12 pieces in one hour? So I, I, I basically took everything that I was doing with the wood and the creation and um, being able to scale it, I I like brought it micro. So everything I was doing it was a big 20 foot pieces for a grand living room. And it was a piece this big. And I remember when I made my first necklace and I was like, oh shit. Like, and I held it up and I was like, there's no reason why this shouldn't be sold in every store in the world. Like, this yeah. is awesome. This has vibration. This is like tiny, potent, Jesse all over it. Like, I'm going to fucking run with it. And that's how statement piece was born. 
my husband, very business mentality, very spiritual, very mindful. The, the resistance is what I remember the most uh, and what the resistance, how that drives me is like crazy. Like if I get pushed up against a wall, like I'm coming for you and I'm going to prove all y'all. Again, this is probably very like childhood trauma. Like, just like me, like me, I want to be popular. I want to be seen. I mean, whatever it is, being a Leo, I don't know what it is, but it's working out for me. And I just remember the day he called it a hobby and I, yep. And he was like, you know, how long did that take you? All reasonable questions. How many screws did you use? How much was the cost of the screws? Like, like just building and asking all these questions. And I was like, okay, yes, it is a hobby. We haven't quite turned it into a business, but you don't see what I see in my mind's eye. And what I feel when I think about this brand and the potential and having to explain that, having to explain your vision with your feeling attached to it to someone that just cannot, there was resistance. And, you know, we wanted to do this so I could have something so I could stay at home with my babies and be a present mother um and you know that's unforgettable for me there was a lot of drive that came from that because of that warrior blood because of that you know you're not going to tell me this isn't something so I don't know if even my drive really comes from it probably all really just sparked from that I mean I'm always very tenacious but I I don't like when people doubt me and I'm going to prove the world wrong you know I'm going to come and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it great better than anyone's ever seen Um, yeah. And the other thing was the pandemic, oddly enough, this was a really pivotal moment because my husband needed to experience what I was experiencing. And I was the stay at home mom. I was the struggling artist. He was the one that was away for work. Um, and the pandemic came and we were probably in, I don't know, 10 stores, maybe 20 stores. And he got furloughed. And so I said, oh, okay. So the nanny's not coming. The small business paid for the nanny to watch the girls. I mean, I just reinvested into myself so I could have the time. It wasn't making money for a while. And uh, we had to switch gears. And so then he became the stay-at-home dad. And the only thing that was viable was for me to try to grow this business because no one was going anywhere. No one was doing anything and everybody was online. And I was like, push me up against the wall. And he saw, and that's what needed to happen. There was this significant shift because sometimes people need to see the potential, especially business people. They need to see like the money. They need to see it make sense for, to be able to embrace the vision. And I remember, man, he was on the bus because the girls were young. They're five and seven now, you know, they were young and I was in the studio now 12 hours a day away. And he was the one who was you know, with the girls not working, losing his mind, trying to like regain that balance. But he saw and he saw the drive and he saw the potential and he saw the numbers and he saw the business. And, you know, between 20 and 21, I mean, we went from, I don't know, 20 stores. We're in 2000 stores now and it's international. You know, I mean, I can sit here and be on a podcast with you and say that our stuff is in a store in Paris. And that's fucking wild. So wild. It's so awesome. What's happening? Uh, It's it's awesome. And I know that that's the, you know, that's when you're married, man, and you feel like you don't have your support from your partner because your partner doesn't see what you see. I know women, I know 
so many friends of mine, I mean, they struggle with that. And I went through that and it, it took us switching roles, quite honestly, for them to see it and to appreciate it. And that's not an opportunity. That's why it's so memorable. That's not an opportunity that might even come up in a lifetime for some people, you know, they're not going to be like, Oh, okay. I guess my husband will be the stay at home mom. I mean, like they need to work to provide. That's what they do. Right. But that was pivotal for me because, you know, I needed to do great for my family and my husband needed to see me do great and succeed for my family. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was, those are two pretty memorable moments. I mean, yeah. And I, I love a couple of things. It's like, you know, I just, I feel like it's always, it's always pivotal when we become moms because we think, okay, now there's like another life that needs us. So like you said, it was like me, like, if you wouldn't have had children, would you be like still making furniture? But you're like, I have to pivot because I've got to spend time with my babies and I've got to figure out how to do this on a, on a different scale so that I can make that happen. So that was like one huge thing. And then I love the other thing that you said is like seeing these moments as, you know, a lot of like there, like it could have gone two ways of like, I'm pregnant. I can no longer make furniture. Well, I've got to set that aside versus I just have to pivot and I've got to figure out how to do this in a different way. Same thing yeah. with the moment of your marriage of like, okay, this is really hard. I, I must have, it must be the time for me to let it go versus this is actually opportunity. And I'm going to ask and see what the opportunity is here and where it lies and go that route, you know, cause I think, and in, in, it's always in the valleys that we grow. It's always in those moments that we pivot and it's always the why of like, this road is like, I don't do this anymore. I am all done. And I think there's space for that, but there, but what we forget to even entertain is like, but the other side, the other path is the opportunity. Like there's always opportunity in the Valley. There's always opportunity in the pivot. But you know what it is? The Valley is dark and the Valley is unknown and the Valley for people And this is like my biggest thing, you know, people feel very inspired by me in my community, right? Like I'm a tangible success. It's like, oh, I know Jesse. Like I've, I've been watching this whole thing explode, like over the course of six years, this is fucking wild. And my friends even, you know, they'll have all these great business ideas. And then it's like, now fizzle out, fizzle out, fizzle out, fizzle out, fizzle out, because it becomes hard because it becomes unknown. And I'm like, if you don't, you have to experience the contrast of what really fucking awesome feels like and really fucking scary feels like. Mm-hmm. Because how do you know, how do you identify what one or the other is if you don't experience it? Yeah. This is like unknown and scary. And you're like, oof, I don't, I don't, I know I don't do super well in unknown and scary, but I know that it's necessary for my growth because I'm like, wow, and this in this energy, it's pretty low vibration. Like I want to be here. Like, what can I do to get here? Not like, Oh, this is scary. Fuck. I'm out. Like, yes. and that's, yeah. yeah, that's what happens is, is people give up on themselves because it feels shitty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vibing at a low frequency feels bad. And we go, what is this? Is this me? It, surely it's me. I'm tired. I'm just not with it. It's you know, I'm afraid I can't do it. And it's like, it feels so bad. And so then they're like, fuck it next year, you know, next year I'll do it next year. And I'm like, what do you even this, but the, the start of it felt good. You identified that is a good thing. Something about this is working. Like we just need to make moves to figure out like how to get over here again. It is. It's scary for people. Yeah. And I think thinking of it as like, you know, 
it's so different to start a business and then it's so different to be around for like over five years, you know, like we just turned, we just turned 10 this year. And I'm like, I, I laugh when I don't laugh, but you know, when people just stop, when it gets hard, it's like, I don't know what you were expecting because you're, you're not just going to, you're not just like doing data entry. So you're behind the scenes of like, you are the magic maker. You are the energy maker of this whole entire program and you're the driver. So like, it's okay if you go through a storm, but just expect it and then just figure out where the opportunity lies in the storm. It's like the rain comes and people are like, oh no, it's raining. It's so gross. And I'm like, oh, I actually like, it's growing. It's like, you know, my flowers are drinking. Like, and I have an umbrella in my car. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> We're, I literally have an umbrella like right here. Like we can, it's cool. Like it's, it's Florida. It's going to stop in like a second. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, the I shift, know. It's, you know, like the shift in mindset of like, shift it like shift and 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 see the the other side but also expect it because it's it's going to happen it's going to to suck it's so it's sometimes okay well no so it's like rather than and I love the expect it because it's inevitable it's more for me what I've learned is like I know there's going to be times that are hard expecting it almost for me feels like it's going to ruin my present moment because I know shit's in the future that's going to be bad. It's really just like staying so present with the project or present with the idea that you just embrace it. Today, as you know, I had to remove myself because I was like, something's off of my energy. Could be a moon, could be my cycle, could be my fucking kids, could be I was vibing too high yesterday, so now I'm going to be down for two days. It's recognizing your patterns and I'm an empath, right? We're all empaths. I guess that's trendy now, but you know, I'm an empath. So the energy around me affects me. I had to leave and go step in nature. You know, it's embracing that like, okay, a lot of that quiet is rest. And a lot of this problem is, is making the pivot. I identify it, but don't attach to it. And everyone's like, this is hard. It must be because I fucking suck. And I'm like, no, it's hard Mm -hmm. because it just is. And it's resistance like dishes if I'm really angry about doing dishes why would I put myself through that surely I can leave and go do something else or leave and step away and come back to it when I'm ready you know what I mean I don't give up on the dishes and be like fuck you I'm not doing that again you know like I it's going to get done you know what I mean but I don't I can just like step aside to come back to it with like refreshed eyes or like, wow, yeah. I feel so much better. I'm breathing in nature. Now I feel ready for the dishes. Yeah. Paying attention. You're paying attention. It's Beautiful. like, stop just like keep moving without paying attention. Just pay attention. It's, it's mindful of how you are and how you respond. And we're so quick to identify all of these behavioral patterns is like ADHD. I'm manic, I'm PMSing, I'm this. Like, yeah, we experience all of those things, but like, it doesn't define who you are. You know, why are we attaching to like, oh, this must be wrong with me or this must, let's just call yeah. it, let's just, oh, it's everything temporary and that's where rest and recover comes in. Or I mean, like rest and recover if you have to, you know, but like, we're always, our cells are healing our, you know, our thoughts. Like, I don't know. I'm with you. I think that the Valley, you know, the Valley is deep and dark and scary, but if you don't push through it, you're not, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I mean, like things I'm hearing you say are it's being my, it's being mindful for all of those things of like today, what was on your schedule, it's being able to go, you know what, not right now. I'm going to pivot. And this is even just with like your daily schedule on an hourly basis of like, you know what, I had this at this time, not right now. I've got to step away. I've got to go stand on grounded soil and just be here for a second and regroup. And then I'm going to come back because it will get done and being okay with that mindfulness. You know, I think it's like society shames us for that. Society shames us for, and especially I think being a business owner, you know, it's not like the cool thing to do if you're not like, I'm so busy and I have so many things going on. Hustle like, culture. That's, that's it's cool, like, right? Hustle it's like, culture. Yeah. 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 Hustle. So, we're getting, we're getting it, you know? Yeah. Which I appreciate. I think it's important to have tenacity in anything. I think it's important to like go for it, but you're going to run in, you're going to run into things period. And if, if you don't know how to navigate yourself through those things, you know, it's not going to be a success. Know when to bow out, know when to, you know, boundaries with yourself, boundaries with other people. And my husband and I, this is another thing we say all the time. Not everyone gets direct access energy to me. And it sounds so bougie and like entitled, but it's not. It's, we only have so much time. And for me, I'm a giver. I am never going to stop giving hundred percent. I give to my husband, my kids, my business, give, 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 give. And so now I find things that I can do at night, little rituals and things. So I can fill back up with that light so I can continue to give, you know, yeah. that's, it's never going to stop, but it's finding the ways to like replenish also. So you can yeah. continue to give, you yeah. know? Ooh, so can we, can we talk about that? Cause I feel like that's a huge thing for us. Like not only as women, but also when you are wired that same way. And then especially, you know, a lot of us listening, whether we're mom, like, gosh, just like I said, being a mom alone, it's like, you, you just give, you give, you give being a wife, you get, there's all these spaces. And then, you know, typically it's like, if something happens with our family, now we're a caregiver and that's another space that we're giving. And I think like exactly what you said, it's so important for us to be able to figure out how we can be full, like what can fill us. Um, but being mindful about how much like that, the input output, right. Of like, what's your percentage of output? And then, okay, like, do you have anything coming in? And I catch myself all the time where I'm like, okay, output has been 80,000 input has been like 1000. So, and now I have to pivot and I have to readjust my schedule and I've got to figure some stuff out. So I would love for you to share with us some things or a couple of things that you do to replenish your soul and in order to like, keep your vision and keep all of the things going funny you should ask. So I came up with a product recently and it's so funny because it's like a lot of the products now that we're expanding into this like home and, you know, just things to uh, uh, basically like adorn your energy with, you know, rather than your body. It's like, you know, what could I do for myself spiritually? I came up with a ritual and, you know, it's alchemy, bath salts, all these organic herbs, but really there's like a mantra medallion that comes with it. And then a crystal and you drop it in the bath water. But because I was giving so much, I am, when I wake up, I am ready. I can answer an email in about 30 seconds, which really isn't how I should start my day. I should really start my day, you know, with five minutes of not necessarily gratitude writing. I think that's important too. I'm pretty grateful person. So I'm constantly doing that. Even in walking meditations, just, oh my God, I live here. Oh my God. Like this isn't a background. That's really a vintage couch. And I love that couch. Like I know how to immerse myself in gratitude. Right. But it's, it's the holding space for yourself mm -hmm. is 
if you can fill yourself back up with this light, with this energy, because all we are is energy, you're going to serve better. I'm going to be a better mother. I'm going to be a better parent in general. I'm going to be able to be a better like facilitator in my business, boss to my employees, wife to my husband. But really, like we need to be better with ourselves. And so I'm, it's this little thing that I read and it's um, this mantra, basically. And I say it and I read it and I think it several times a day, especially in nighttime, because nighttime rolls around. I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't identify with the person that woke up because I've given so much and I go through existential crises. Like at six o'clock, I'm like, am I going to be okay? Like I seriously lifted like a happy, like ridiculous amount of heavy shit. Like what the fuck? And I, I don't even know who I am anymore. So I'm like, okay, get your ritual, get your medallion, like go. And I just imagine literally like my crown, like first you got to like, ground right which i'm learning i have this wonderful quantum healer in my life and she's amazingly supportive um but you know grounding to the center of the earth like just visually and then like your crown and like light and then honey and what's that feel like and you know yeah. when you do that enough you create like it starts to happen subconsciously you know even that's why we say mantras that's why we write right it, we're tricking our brain into being like okay this is good that's why i burned palo santo the smell like the smell so now when i smell it i'm instantly in like gratitude because i'm like oh my god like i love the smell and i've been it's a practice it's a practice and if we if we don't i know that if i don't step away when shit's crazy and my girls are manic at 6 p.m and we're all witches i mean i'm pretty convinced we're all witches our lineage must be surely because we're insane and so when the three of us like feral chickens are running around like unhinged and untethered and not grounded, I mean, it's wild. And the amount of energy you're outputting just to hold space so nobody like loses their shit is taxing. That is also like trying not to freak out takes energy. Yeah, you have to be like, okay, everybody, we're, we're happy. Everybody relax. So it's the, you know, it's the mantras, it's the thinking, it's the mindset, it's the walking outside and just hugging a tree for a second, literally sit under the tree, grab a root. I don't know. Hold on for dear life. Put your feet in the ground, get dirty with it. And just, okay, we're grounding back to earth. You know, that's my thing. It's like, just imagining that you're, you're cycling it through and you're taking all that bad shit and you're moving it down and then you're bringing good stuff up and you're just like and we're just energy and you're pulling from the trees and you're pulling from the earth and you're pulling from the sun i mean that kind of practice like the visual and submersing and immersing and the whole creation of it all is powerful for yeah. me yeah you know 100 percent. i love that yeah and i think you know that's where all the manifesting will happen like it's it's really difficult to manifest if you're not grounded Cause you can't really put yourself in that situation. You know, you can't get like over here if you're just like, Oh, like it doesn't fit gotta get here so that you can like, you know, visualize and manifest like that life that, that you want. So I don't know what your process is. And when you say that, it makes me think of like, every time I'm reminded of what my process is. So I feel like I'm, uh, I get a knowing. So it's like, I can't see into the future. You know, I feel like I feel energy and I just have all of a sudden a knowing. So I call it like a download. Like, and last night was the perfect example. Shit was crazy around here. And I was like, Oh my God, I walk in my backyard. I do a guided meditation with my quantum healer friend. It's like this whole community here. It's pretty fabulous. But 
and we just, I'm like, okay, we're doing this. And we go and we ground and eyes closed. And, you know, I'm feeling all of this sort of all this fear, all of this, everything just sort of like release. And like, when I come out of it, I'm like, open my eyes and Venus is aligned with the moon and the birds and then the colors. And I don't, it's, it's meditation. It's mindful meditation. And when I am in that, the downloads that I get are bananas. Like I'm, I'm, and I'm sitting here and I'm allowing, I'm not controlling the thoughts. I'm not trying to not think of anything. I'm just not attaching to what I'm thinking. I'm just allowing them to be thoughts. And when I am as to what you're saying, like grounded, when I am grounding and I'm a vortex, I'm just like this, like, and I connect to source in a way where it's like, and I'm like, I'm going to make this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to speak about this. I'm going to, and it all comes in. So there's so much truth into like finding your breath again and allowing space for more to like come in. That's my process. I don't know if you're the same way. Well, I don't have a quantum healer that is my neighbor. So um, it's not quite that. And I'm really jealous that you have that. So when you said she, that, great. My neighbors, distance. my neighbors are like slacking. Oh, okay. I thought like, I'm just picturing you like going out your back door and she's like, Hello! and I'm like, wait, what are my neighbors? Like, what are my neighbors doing? Where am I living? I need neighbors to only letting my dog out. Why are my neighbors not <laughs> being guided walking meditations with me? What is wrong with them? Why are you not holding, you're like holding groceries. You're not holding space for me. Like what is wrong with this picture? I was about to walk over there after this, after this call right here. Well, you should hold them to a higher standard for yeah. sure. Oh my gosh. So, so I, yeah, I, you know, I think I, that's always what it is for me is like, I can always feel, um, and I had this a few weeks ago of like, I came, I actually came back from a retreat that I hosted and, um, I just came back and it was like being gone for that amount of time. And just what I came back to, like the kids were sick and, um, you know, oh, because we homeschool and like just all the things. And I had deadlines for work and deadlines for this and other people were involved in me and helping me with, with those deadlines. And I was like, my, like my, it's been a minute since my anxiety has been this high, but it was like, I just like, I didn't have the time to ground because of just where, where, where everything was, but the time that I had to just sit, ground myself. And for me, it's out, it's always outside. Like it just has to be like just the, the fresh air and the view and all of that stuff. And I've got like a little place I go to. So it's similar. And it's just like, I have got to like, let go. I have got, I have got to like open for something else to be here and allow for these things to get away. Because when I'm in my house, like they all stay, you know, like to me, that's the visual I have is like the anxiety stay, 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 stay. So I do, I do like visual things like open my windows so I can visualize it leaving. And then I can invite something else new to come in, you know? Yeah. It's so true too, because when you're in your house, it's like, you all you're looking at. That's why outside is so important is because your perspective all of a sudden becomes vast. And you realize like everything that felt so intense, like, I don't know, in your kitchen or in your bathroom, when you're losing your mind, like what well, it's all just like right there, where is it going to go? I mean, like you actually have to see it and then see it just go like, yeah, like, you know, when you go outside and then you're like, oh, it just dissolved. You're like, oh, that was silly. Wow. <laughs> and then the guilt. Can we talk about that for a second? Like the guilt after was I a terrible mother? Like oh I probably, I, yeah. I probably could have been better. I probably could have listened. I could have been more patient, but it's so hard. 
it's mm -hmm. so hard holding space for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. And, yeah, I, I love that. Um, so any, what, what would be like your, if you had to choose one thing, cause I know there's like a million, what would be your one piece of advice for just women that are in this space that are, um, you know, doing all the things that are feeling that, you know, being overwhelmed that are maybe just feeling stuck. Like, I don't know what to do right now, whether it's in life or business, like what would be like maybe one thing that you could leave that you would want to leave them with a good piece of Jesse. I think that you know what? I think I, I go back to the authenticity and, and having the mindfulness and recognizing if it's your, if it's your soul's work and it's your passion, you know what I mean? Like going back to really like the why, like, you know, I, when I talk to people, I, I tell them like, you know, have you, have you, I ask like, have you found your passion? Do you know what you're supposed to be doing? And a lot of times that's the thing is like, they haven't really identified it, but boy, network marketing sounds really cool, right? Everyone's doing it or boy, it would be awesome to have a podcast. Maybe that's my thing. Maybe it's selling essential oils. Maybe that's my thing. Maybe it's this, it's really identifying what your thing is. And that to me is always how I found that was you know, imagining you're a child and what it was like to go to Disney World or something exciting when you've never even been, right? Like you don't know what it feels like to be there, but you know how you feel in your body when you think about what it feels like to be there. Like identifying if you have that feeling anymore. I think a lot of people, you know, society makes it very difficult to land on something mm -hmm. because trends change, business changes, fashion changes, you know what I mean? And it, it does it so fast that it's intentional to make you feel inadequate. And so, you know, you might like ADD around and be like, well, what's my thing? I mean, like really just like tuning into yourself and seeing what sparks joy is as simple as that. I think identifying what your thing is by the response you feel in your body when you do that thing, whatever that thing is and running with it yeah. and don't stop, go with it. If it sparks joy and it makes you feel a kind of way, like that's your thing. And yeah. I think that yeah, I would love to talk to any of your, your followers or listeners like more about that because I could speak on it for a while, but it's identifying what your thing is and believing in yourself enough to go for it, you know, and, and be authentic and make sure it's what you want to do and not just what looks good or, yeah. you know, she's successful at it doesn't mean you're going to be successful at it. it doesn't mean you have to emulate, you know what I mean? Like find your creative power, find your power, identify it, say that's my shit and start and do it because no one's going to do it for you. And everybody gets wrapped up thinking that like, we have all this time, like, and so they're always in their brain with this fast forward thought or always thinking about the past, which is usually negative in some way. That's what they remember most. Right. And it's like, no one's ever really present anymore. And yeah. that's, that's another thing, like coming back to your present and, and in this moment, in this moment, without thinking too far ahead, yeah. that's my new thing now, Amy, I got to tell you, like, yeah. I'm like, my life is long game. My business Oh no, my business is long-term thinking and my life is like short game. It keeps me present. I don't think too far. I'm not like, oh, three months down the line, like we could be like, no, like let's just get through today. Let's get yeah. through today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think too, I think when you, when you, when you find that thing, um, I don't know. I just like, look at our stories. Like you fell in love with wood. I mean, like if you just say that, like now look at what you're doing. 
Like I fell in love with a vertical apparatus, like a pole and look at where I am. I mean, you know, so whatever you love can be whatever you dream it to be. Like if we just were to keep those statements, it sounds so, it sounds like, oh, well, oh, well, that's nothing. But it's like, but it was, it was something to us and look what we were able to even build and dream and take steps toward out of that small love that was like our soul. You know what I mean? So I think, yeah, like just it's finding that why and stay with it and like, give it a shot, run with it, you know, go for it. You have to. And it's almost like tapping into that childlike innocence. You were like, I'll never forget going to a, a goddess something whole class. This is, this is what put me in therapy for a while to be honest with you. And it was like finding your inner goddess. There was a part, there was meeting your child, like you as a child, which that's the one that fucking threw me. They're like, okay, now you see yourself as a, as a kid. And I was like, oh my God, like, what do I look like? Like, oh my God, like, I can't see her. Like, it, and ship, I, like literally I got therapy after that because it unlocked Pandora's box. But there was exercise and it's not like pole stripper. I mean, we're so past that. We're evolved. It's real. There's so many, there were so many parts to this and it was so incredibly magical for me. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that. Like now this is where we meet our inner child and we say hi to her, you know, from our goddess standpoint, you know, and what does she look like and how can we help her and embrace her? And it was like, grab the pole and spin around, spin around it. Like you're five years old and go back to that fun innocent childlike thing that like oh my god like when I held that piece of jewelry up and I was like oh my god this is so fucking cool like, I'm so <laughs> it's just like feeling like oh my god this is so facts that like that level of like child like innocent excitement that you get you know and I never felt like more free and at the time I didn't have LASIK and I I wore glasses and I took my glasses off because then I'm like, well, if I surely, if I can't see everyone else in this room, I'm really not going to give a shit what they're looking at. And I went for it, man, like a silly, like, <laughs> and I was just like spinning around. And then my neighbor was spinning around and then we grabbed hands and we started like spinning around and it like really tapped into like a level of innocence because it's like the world moves so fast and we're always like stuck in all these like negative thoughts and these weird patterns that we've learned that we're like programmed to like continue. And it's, it is, it's that, you know, it's the pole, it's the piece of wood. It doesn't matter how silly it is, but if you feel it spark that kind of like joy and you'll know it, that's the other thing I tell people, you know it, you know, but it's like, sometimes it's like, well, they're not going to believe in me or my mom's going to say I'm stupid or like whatever. And it's like pushing through and chasing that because that is everything. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You're so amazing. Oh, stop. Really? Okay. We could talk for hours. We really, really could. So we should have, like, we need like a part one all the way to like part 50 for our podcast. I love it. I'm obsessed with Whitney Cummings and it's great. I love it. I mean, you know, I feel like it's like almost like dating someone and then two years later you realize like wow I didn't fucking like that person I feel like you got to go through the whole thing so that way you're like okay now I'm relaxed and it's like okay now I'm into it and now I'm like this is when it's 53 minutes or whatever later and now I'm like shit this is when it gets good like yeah (laughs) because you're not worried about okay do I look at the the camera here or do I look at her are people going to see me looking like down here like yeah Amy like that's exactly right you know 
I know. I just, I'm like, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so grateful for your story and for you as a human and the way that we met and our connection. I'm just grateful for all of those things. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful that you, that you shared some of that, like such a small portion of that today. It was just really inspiring. So I hope that you know that I know that you know that, but it's, it's, it's nice to be reminded. I will say like, we're all just trying to do our best and we're so close to what we do. Right. So it's like a lot of times you don't see it and that's where the village and the support comes in because the badass in me recognizes the badass in you. I bet you a lot of times you probably don't feel as badass as I think you are and vice versa. And that's why the village, the support, the quantum healers of the world, that's why it's important to have someone on the other side being like, um, bitch, this is a mirror. Wait, wait, hold on. Come back. Like, look at it. Yeah, this is you. You're killing it right now. You know what I mean? So it's, it's important funny that, that it's funny that you say that because literally just this morning I was, uh, I was sharing with a couple of my friends, a letter that one of my staff wrote me before she moved across country and, uh, across the world, not across the country, across the world. And, um, she, you know, she's like, I never write letters and I never say anything, but she wrote me this letter. And I mean, I just, I cried and I was like, I just wanted to share, you know, I wanted to share this with you guys because I wanted to just share a little bit of things I've been working on and the journey in this letter just means so much to me. And one of the women that were there was like, yeah, you know, that's like what everybody thinks of you. Right. And I was like, you know, I don't, I don't know that I do. And like you said, when you're just in it and you're grinding and you're, you know, you're doing the things and you're, yeah, I was like, you know, I needed that reminder. I needed that reminder for her to be like, yeah. So like everybody at this, like, you know, everybody views you that way. And I was like, okay. You know, that's why I have to share this with you. That's why it's, that's why we're great. And that's why I think that's the great ones are the humble ones that don't know. That's, that's the thing. I mean, there's no ego in what I do. I do what I do because I recognize it's good for me. And the level of inspiration that comes, like we are inspiring so many people. And I had to humble down the other day and like, remember, like this is happening to you because you did this. And it's so much like, we always think we're failing in some way because it's like, oh, I could have been better here. Again, I could have been better here. I could have been better here. And it's like, what we've accomplished, I mean, there's people all over. So I had someone listen to this message and you know, we're friends and it was amazing. And it says your essence just flooded my mental space. And so I had to tell you how grateful I am to know you. Um, you are a vibe that I tap into when I need courage, integrity, and to let me be me, then bam, I am courage. I am integrity. I am me instead of the mental fuck shit that isn't even real. And I was like, that's, and that's, that's goosebumps. yeah, that's, that's why we do what we do inadvertently. It happens on, we're not doing this. I'm not doing this so I can get these messages. Be like, see, I told you it's so good. But this is the jet fuel for me to be like, oh yeah, that's right. I did do that. I am proud of myself because we're not walking around and we're going, oh man, I'm so proud of myself. We're like, well, shit, we could be doing better, right? <laughs> it's wild and you are a badass and we need each other. Women, we need each other. You yeah. know, if you have someone that you're inspired by, tell them they're inspiring, you know? I mean, like that fuels me, that gives me inspiration to know 
that you feel inspired by me and vice versa. Like we're going to take that and collect these little bits of like yummy mental food. And like, that's going to let, I'm going to ride this, this experience for at least a few days and be like, okay. And this is going to be what I can already tell how I started my day and where I'm at right now. My vibration is already up here and it's who you allow access to your energy and like who you allow in your space. And it's like, allow the good shit, allow this, allow it, just do what you do. And it will come. Your people will find you, you know? Yeah. So cool. I love it. We're so cool. We're, we're so cool. We just are we're so cool. So cool. <laughs> um, okay. So tell us, I know that you mentioned it at the beginning, but just tell us like where we can yeah. find you on social media website, like all the, all the things, give us a reminder of that before we're done today. Yeah. Okay. So statementpeace.com peace. Think hippie. I'm huge hippie at heart statementpeace.com for all your sustainable wooden jewelry um house vibes energy vibes we have mantra santo you always get a free gift with purchase um i'll make a coupon code maybe we can drop it in show notes perhaps but um yeah and then on instagram it's statement underscore peace p-e-a-c-e um follow for good vibrations you know we are growing organically and authentically and we're doing really big things over here and it's you know i'm always humbled and grateful from the support and the platforms that you have to be able to really just extend that reach of vibration so it you know someone else hears it so you can find me in all those places and then dm message me i love voice messages message me i'll message you back michelle i love it i love it yeah. Okay. Thanks for being here as always. And thanks everybody for listening. We have so much more. So there's going to be definitely a part two to this whole thing. I just have a feeling, but until next time, thanks for listening. It's Amy and Jesse life redesigned where we grow through what we go through and we will see you real soon. Bye. Until next time, be reminded that your past does not have to define your future and that you always have a choice to live a life redesigned. See you soon.